I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. A Mississippi man faces two murder charges in connection to the death of a woman in Carbondale in May. Carbondale police say 42-year-old Jamar Boyd of Hollandale, Mississippi, was arrested and is currently being held in Mississippi. He faces two counts of first-degree murder in the death of Ashley Curtis, who was reported missing May 3rd and found May 9th at a home in Carbondale. In addition, 49-year-old Ludy Hicks of Carbondale has been charged with obstructing justice in the case. She's in custody in Henderson County, Kentucky. A former basketball player at Johnny Logan College faces 15 gun charges. ESPN reports Sarian McGee, who's transferring to Canisius College in Buffalo, New York, after spending this past season at Logan, was arrested recently by Canisius Campus Police for having two handguns, a shotgun, and numerous high-capacity magazines outside the school's indoor athletic complex. The Milwaukee native faces a maximum sentence of 15 years in prison. Court documents show a campus police officer was checking cars parked illegally in the Canisius Athletics lot when he saw a high-capacity 22 caliber magazine in the passenger seat of what was determined to be McGee's car. Police eventually found more loaded magazines stored in his glove box and a 12-gauge shotgun in the trunk of the car. McGee's lawyer told the judge the guns and ammunition were purchased legally in Wisconsin and Illinois. McGee is awaiting a bail hearing. The U.S. Supreme Court is expected to announce its decision on a case that could upend abortion access across the country. This topic is a source of fiery debate, and one reason for that could be because of our anxiety about death. Dr. Emily Courtney is a social psychologist at the University of South Florida. She says people manage their anxiety about death by constructing worldviews such as religion, ideologies, and political orientations, but it also makes people defensive when that worldview is challenged, making topics such as abortion more divisive. The fact that we deal with the death anxiety by putting more of our own kind of personal stake in the ideologies that we've adopted as human beings, when those things are threatened, we take a step back and things get a little bit more intense when we do confront those issues. A leaked Supreme Court opinion showed justices could be prepared to overturn the Roe versus Wade decision. The Chicago hedge fund billionaire who bet big in next week's Republican gubernatorial primary is ditching Illinois. Dave McKinney reports. Ken Griffin sunk $50 million into Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin's GOP campaign for governor and said that Irvin embodied the American dream. But Irvin's political hopes have turned nightmarish after polls showed the once frontrunner is now trailing state Senator Darren Bailey by double digits. Today, Griffin announced he's moving his hedge fund, Citadel, to Miami and has already relocated his family to Florida. A Griffin spokesman said Irvin's sputtering campaign wasn't a factor in the moves. But one top Illinois Republican told WBEZ it appears Griffin believes the polls and that bailing on Illinois is definitely not a good look for Irvin's campaign with the election five days away. This is Dave McKinney. Republican Congressman Darren LaHood says the political momentum is with the GOP heading into the 2022 midterm elections. LaHood says he believes the Republicans are poised to take back Congress. So what I tell you is there's something going on in this country right now. So we have great candidates, we're raising a record amount of money, and we're working all across the country to change the dynamics in Washington, D.C. LaHood is finance chair for the Republican Congressional Campaign Committee. He says last week's GOP flip of a longtime blue seat in South Texas is a sign of things to come. Former Vice President Mike Pence says a red wave akin to 2010 is on the horizon.
The Wayne County Sheriff's Department says it's received multiple, multiple reports of scam phone calls currently blanketing their area. The callers claim a valuable mailed package is being held at Customs, and the caller wants personal or bank account information for payment in order to have it cleared. Another scam phone call is claiming to be fundraising for law enforcement. Authorities say don't ever give out personal information to calls like these. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.